With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. I'm delighted, I've been la-di-da-din Not a lot of thoughts when I ponder from the top Man, these boys, they be potting I trust them like a lot And they told me that I get it Guess what, I got it You should do it too You will never lose If you ever do Must have been a ruse Ricky, that's my dude Stoops are super cool Sharks up in the pool been sparking up my tools i've been looking to win spend a little again i've been first fiddled it in my god i riddled again i told them stop clowning around they said what goes up comes down i said i'm down with the sickness my team stay ill now come get this i'm just so dead in light i stay ready tonight deep dive we rise that's the melee all right dead delight dead delight delight Welcome to another episode of the Debbie Delight brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to continue on with planting our flags. We're going to tackle our favorite position here on the Debbie Delight, the tight end position. As always, I am joined by my partner here, Stoops. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Um, as mentioned, this is, we, we dog it all the time, but this is absolutely our favorite position. Um, 100%. We, yeah, we did say before, though, the, the tight ends in this class Although not um, as Kyle Pitts level, right? Obviously, they're not necessarily going to be those those types of guys. But there's more tight ends to, to touch base on, talk about than I think what we normally do. I would say what probably year to year we have one to three, maybe. I do think this year we could have upwards of five, six. You know that could that could end up seeing roles at, at the next level. Um, but none that are going to be, again, that first-year Kyle Pitts, Evan Ingram-type talent, right? I, I don't know if we have that, but we've got some guys to, to talk on. Yeah, I do think that the there is plethora of guys that could be – like if I needed to make a top 10, I could probably make a top 10 with guys that are eligible. I do think that we could see – the, the, the top tier guys really fluctuate a whole lot though, because I don't really see where one guy I think stands out higher than everybody else. Now there's a couple guys at the top. We talked about on the Titan episode a few weeks ago that we do like, I just feel like at any point, any of these guys in the top tier could really break out and be like, Hey, I'm this year's number one tight end. And it'd be like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it would be that for – to me, my guy that I'm going to talk about this week, I feel like he could be that guy. You know what I mean? I feel like he could be a guy that we talk about, and it's like, oh, man, he was, you know, five or six or seven or whatever on my, on my rankings. Now he's number one or number two. So it's interesting to see how it trans, you know, tr- you know transpires. But um, Stoops, I'm going to let you kick it off. Yay. I'm finally back in front. Um, <laughs> so we've got um... – Austin Stogner, 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 tight end out of Oklahoma. We all know who he is. Um, man, he, he, 
he's definitely an athletic guy. 6'6", 235, um, great size to him. He was a four-star guy coming out. He was the third-ranked tight end in his class um, and 19th-ranked player in the great state of old Texas over here. Um, obviously, the 2020 season, he played um, more games than than some other, other um, tight ends, prospects, just schools in general did. I mean, it was only eight games still. It wasn't anything too, too crazy. But in those eight games, he saw 38 targets, 26 receptions, had a 68.4 catch percent, 422 yards, three touchdowns. Um, when you look at the 2019 season, he had a 100% catch rate. Only had seven targets and seven receptions, but he caught all of them. And two of them were for touchdowns. So it's one of those, and it was actually all in one game. I think it was a game, and I actually, let me scroll down real quick. Um, it was against Baylor week 12 in 2019. He had two targets, two receptions for eight yards and two touchdowns. So it's one of those where, yeah, the numbers aren't eye popping, obviously, but it's one of those where he made the most of, of his targets and his, you know, op, um, options, I guess is his opportunities. There you go. His opportunities in that game. I couldn't think of the right word. Um, so anyway, when you look at it, you know, so what I kind of did a little differently with this one, because again, with tight ends, it's sometimes a little bit harder to find certain things. So I went back and kind of looked at previous tight ends that we have seen in Oklahoma. Obviously, the one that really stands out is Mark Andrews. I think that's kind of the more or, or more of the season we'll see from Austin this year, not to quite this level, but in 2017, Mark Andrews, he had 88 targets, 62 receptions for 959 yards and eight receiving touchdowns. Most offenses in college, uh, in college, those aren't numbers you see from a tight end. Those are from, in some cases, their number one receiver, or at least their number two receiver. Right. Um, which honestly on that offense, he was definitely their number one or number two target. Um, so, and that was actually Lincoln Riley's first year as the head coach. And that's kind of why I only went back to 2017, but you kind of look years in between that and really nothing stood out. You know, Grant Calcaterra, he had 396 receiving yards the following season for six receiving touchdowns. Um, so they get the tight ends involved. They really do, but it's obviously not necessarily the, the focal point of that offense. But when you look at their receivers, I mean, they've got what Jaden, um, Theo Weiss, and I want to say they had one other guy coming in, but it, oh, Marvin Mims, so um, he's going to be the. I think Marvin Mims is the the top the top guy there. But so they've got some awesome talent at receiver. Um, but I think Austin's definitely going to see an increase in targets. Um, kind of projected out. So this was a 14 game season. We could see something as 60 plus targets, 40 plus receptions, above 700 receiving yards, and six receiving touchdowns. I realistically believe that's the type of stuff we can see from him. I think Spencer Rattler, man, you, you talked about him on the QB episode a little bit. Um, I think they're opening up that playbook for him this year. I think it's going to be a season. That, so I was one, right? Come after week one of last season, it was Missouri State or something. Everyone said, this is the QB one. This is the guy. And I'm like, it's, it's Missouri State though, right? Said, I want to see a little bit more. I want to see a little bit more. Obviously, the way that Spencer Rattler ended that season, you could see that they were starting to open that up. And I think this year is going to be sky's the limit. Let him do his thing. And we're going to see some massive, massive offensive numbers out of Oklahoma this year. Um, and I think Austin's going to benefit massively from that. So it's going to be fun to watch that. Um, they do have um, um, one other guy, Jeremiah Hall. Um, 
I remember correctly, I looked at their, their depth. I'm pretty sure he's still there. He's really the only other one that I think is going to compete for targets, but I don't think he's going to be the number one guy. I think we're going to see Austin really showcase his true abilities, what he's able to do. Um, if we could see him have a 70 plus catch percent this season, I think that's the numbers after that will speak for themselves. Um, as crazy as it sounds, and again, they're not as mobile, so I guess that might be why, but like his more missed uh, tackles forced, numbers aren't all that phenomenal. Like in 2020, he only had four missed tackles forced, and in, tw- in 2019, he had zero. So it's one of those where it's, it's not a, a common thing, um, but at the same time, if you look at like a Gronk, right, where do they get tackled? He gets tackled in his legs all the time. When you got a 6'6", 230, 240, 250-pound guy kind of running at you, you're not going to be able to tackle him straight up. So you got to go for his legs, and I think that's what happens. And, of course, when your legs go out, you can't force tackles. So it's one of those where it's it's a kind of a not a great number, but he's still making some tackles uh, or missing, forcing some tackles to be missed. And I think that's, that's pretty awesome. But um, I'm going to be honest, that's kind of the in-depth of what I've got for him. I think just that Oklahoma offense, though, is going to be – high 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 volume passing yards are going to be awesome touchdowns are going to be high um, targets are going to be out there they're they're to be had so that's kind of where I'm at with that one and I think Austin's a, a guy that tight end wise I'm going to still plant my flag on for sure save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I agree 100%. Uh, I do think that he's going to have a good season as well. Um, The guy that I'm going to talk about is from Colorado State. Mm -hmm. Mr. Trey McBride. I I, man. Whew. After, after looking up some tape. So before I go any into any of that craziness, I, I really wanted to, to, to kind of dive into his high school numbers. Um, he played football, and of course he played baseball as well. So, oh, and I'm sorry, he played basketball as well. So listen to these high school numbers real quick. 1,737 receiving yards, 23 touchdowns. But let me throw this in there. 14 sacks, 60 tackles for a loss, seven interceptions, and six block kicks. And then he holds the school record for most career points, basketball, and most home runs in baseball. I, like, what, that's, that I even talked about his college football, that to me just blew my mind. This kid is athletic. The only thing that you could probably knock him on is he's not going to be your stereotypical 6'6 guy that you see, 6'4", 260, which isn't too bad himself. 67 catches, 890 yards, eight touchdowns, 13.3 yards per catch. Impressive enough. Now, a few things that stood out for me from 19 to 20. Yards per catch went from 12.4 to 15. Very impressive for a tight end. Okay, 15 yards per catch for a tight end is very, very impressive, guys. Another number that really went up for me was yards per game. 46.7 in 19, 82.5 in 2020. Again, Beautiful thing. Now, he became more of the vocal point of the offense. Now, let's stop and rewind. They only played four games last year. I understand that. But they made this man the vocal point of that offense in those four games he played. Okay? In the four games that they played, he had touchdowns in three of the four games. 
And in the other five, three of the four games, he had five catches or more. So consistent output is what we look for in the tight end position. It is hard to come by in fantasy. We know how dreadful the tight end position is. We talk about it each and every week or every couple weeks or whatever you want to look at it. But his touchdowns aren't your typical touchdowns from your tight end. So you don't get any five-yard touchdowns. You didn't get any four-yard touchdowns. You didn't get 29, 38, 21, and 20 yards out. Those were his four touchdowns last season, okay? That's pretty impressive for me for a tight end. That's not, that's not normal for a tight end. Like I said, I would love to see a little bit more out of him. I would like to see him kind of expand upon that four-game season last year. I'd like to see that spread out over the 10 or 12 games that they'll play this year. Maybe looking at maybe, let's say, 10-plus touchdowns, maybe a little over six or 700 yards this year. I would love to see that jump from him. He's got good hands, very good on contested catches. Once he catches the ball, he's not easy to bring down. He's not your prototypical. You have to bring him down. You're going to get the gang tackle this guy in order to bring him down, which is another thing that's very impressive. For his side, for his size, he has impressive acceleration in space, right? He's not going to, he's not running a 4 2, but in space, he makes enough moves to make guys miss tight ends don't always do that right not every tight end is capable of making guys miss in space he's able to run guys over tight ends are able to do that Trey McBride will run you over too but I feel like he in space he's capable of making more space I guess you could say but I think that he could really be the tight end one or two in this class with a full season behind his back he's going to test out of this world I, I truly believe when the, when, when the combine comes around or he'll be available to go to the senior bowl. When the senior bowl comes around, he's going to have the opportunity to raise his stock over because first you'll have to look at the big picture of, Oh, it's called, you know, Colorado state. It ain't that big of a school, but all right, well, let's put, let's put him in front of the, the big dogs. Let's do what we did with Adam Troutman, right? Let's mm-hmm. put him out here in front of all these guys, let him show. And then what he's going to do, he's going to show out. This kid is super talented. I, 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 I was watching him and I would consistently be in awe. And that was like just looking at his tape from last year. And he had good numbers the year before. They just, they realized how good of a talent they had and start to utilize it. So if I get that over 10 or 12 games, Trey McBride will probably be tight end one or two before the end of the season. I, I am, I'm pretty confident in saying that with his ability, his playmaking ability, and just the, the sheer fact that it blew me away that he didn't have one touchdown inside the five-yard line. You know, tight end touchdowns come from inside that red zone, right? And for me, seeing his numbers and then seeing being blown away that all of his touchdowns came from so far out, um, I, I was thoroughly impressed. Trey McBride's my guy. I'm planting my flag on this guy, and I'm excited to see more from him this year, Stoops. The only issue I have is that you said he can run guys over, but Spiller can't, so. Oh, my God. Here we go. Are we back on this again? <laughs> I mean, he is a big tight end, so I'm pretty I'm sure just he would. He should. Be I able hope to run he can run people over. over. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure <laughs> he should be able to run guys over. I mean, you know, he doesn't do it at you know the rate that Brees Hall does. You know what I'm saying? But there's not a lot of guys that are capable of of doing that. So, so I did look at this. So, like, because you know, I brought it up. The missed tackles forced. You know how many Brees Hall had last year? How many? Like 77. Which <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> Isaiah Spiller wasn't that close. He can yeah. serve people over, but it. When I saw the number, because I, because of course, here I am wanting to make a point, right? And I was like, I'm going to get these numbers. I'm going to show him. And I was like, crap. Yeah. Look Dang at that. it. 
but he can still run people me, over. Buddy. He, I did. You he can me. still run people over. Anyway, I, that's a whole different episode. I, no, we're not getting. We're not. It, it will be here forever. <laughs> Look, I already said to you. I know that I miss. I misworded what I was trying to say in that specific moment. Okay. You were heated. You were in the moment. You weren't thinking straight. I did. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say I wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> I mean, that's a little dramatic, but oh god. I can see it. I can see it in your face. You're getting heated <laughs> again. <laughs> It's not my fault. He's running back five. All right. But folks, all right. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even lost my train of thought right now. Everybody's going to be laughing at home right now because you got me all up in my t- uh, you know, tizzy right now. So I, I don't know what I was going to say there. All right, folks. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Debbie Delight. Make sure to follow Stoops on Twitter at Isaiah Spiller, running back number three. Um, give myself a at Ricky Blair underscore give the show will follow at the Debbie Delight. Make sure to check out the Music City Drive-In for all the latest shows on the Drive-In Podcast Network. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. See y'all later. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.